Randomization in Clinical Trials An article by Elian Bella, Val Gapsky and Anthony Keish from University of Queensland and University of Sydney, Australia Medical Journal of Australia, 2002 Randomization is the process of assigning clinical trial participants to treatment groups Randomization gives each participant a known, usually equal, chance of being assigned to any of the groups. Successful randomization requires that group assignment cannot be predicted in advance. Why randomize? If, at the end of a clinical trial, a difference in outcomes occurs between two treatment groups, say intervention and control, Possible explanations for these differences would include The intervention exhibits a real effect The outcome difference is solely due to chance Or there is a systematic difference or bias between the groups due to factors other than the intervention Randomization aims to obviate the third possibility Allocation of participants to specific treatment groups in a random fashion ensures that each group is, on average, as alike as possible to the other groups. The process of randomization aims to ensure similar levels of all risk factors in each group, not only known, but also unknown. Characteristics are rendered comparable resulting in similar numbers or levels of outcomes in each group except for either the play of chance or a real effect of the intervention. Statistical analysis of clinical trials assumed that randomization was used and was successful. The analytic tests used gave the likelihood of chance explaining a difference of at least the magnitude observed. If this likelihood is small, we conclude that the observed difference was due to a real effect of the intervention. Successful randomization allows for valid statistical interpretation of raw results, i.e. estimates that are adjusted for other patient characteristics. However, successful randomization does not guarantee perfect balance in risk factors between groups due to the play of chance, so adjusted analysis can also help in further interpretation of outcome results. In a clinical trial report, it is important to document that random allocation of treatment assignment was successfully achieved. The consort statement suggests that the sequence generation, allocation, concealment and implementation be reported. Sequence generation Simple randomization Simple randomization is the most basic method of random treatment assignment. This can be thought of as tossing a coin for each trial participant, A being allocated with heads, B with tails. However, it is not usually performed using a real coin toss, as issues of concealment, validation and reproducibility arise. Simple randomization is usually achieved using a sequence of random numbers from a statistical textbook or a computer-generated sequence. Permuted block randomization. In a large trial, at least 1,000 subjects, simple randomization should give a balance in number of patients allocated to each of the groups in the trial, but for a small study, the numbers allocated to each group may not be well balanced. 
In small trials, to maintain good balance, blocked randomization may be used. Blocks having equal numbers of A's and B's, A intervention and B control, for example, are used with the order of treatments within the block being randomly permuted. A block of 4 has 6 different possible arrangements of 2 A's and 2 B's. A random number sequence is used to choose a particular block, which sets the allocation order for the first 4 subjects. Similarly, treatment group is allocated to the next 4 patients in the order specified by the next randomly selected block. The process is then repeated. Permuted block randomization ensures treatment group numbers are evenly balanced at the end of each block. Stratified allocation. Stratified block randomization can further restrict chains imbalances to ensure the treatment groups are as like as possible for selected prognostic variables or other patient factors. A set of permuted blocks is generated for each combination of prognostic factors. For example, in a trial of chemotherapy for breast cancer, suitable stratification factors might be menopausal status and estrogen receptor status. A set of permuted blocks is generated for those women who are premenopausal and estrogen receptor negative. Another set for those who are premenopausal and estrogen receptor positive, and so on. Stratification can add to the credibility of a trial as it ensures treatment balance on these known prognostic factors, allowing easy interpretation of outcomes without adjustment. Dynamic Adaptive Random Allocation Methods Simple and block randomization methods are defined and allocation sequences set up before the start of the trial. In contrast, dynamic randomization methods allocate patients to treatment group by checking the allocation of similar patients already randomized and allocating the next treatment group live to best balance the treatment groups across all stratification variables. Minimization is one such method and can be implemented using a manual card system, but dynamic methods are best implemented on computer. Inappropriate randomization methods Methods of allocation such as alternate allocation to treatment group or methods based on patient characteristics such as day of birth, order of entry into the clinic or day of clinic attendance are not reliably random. Such allocation sequences are predictable and not easily concealed, thus reducing the guarantee that allocation has indeed been random and that no potential subjects have been excluded by foreknowledge of the intervention. Concealment of the allocation process It is very important that those responsible for recruiting people into trial are unaware of the group to which a participant will be allocated, should their subject agree to be in the study. This avoids both conscious and unconscious selection of patients into the study. Allocation concealment is a term used to describe this process and underpins successful randomization strategies. For multi-center clinical trials, central randomization by telephone, interactive voice response system, fax or the internet are ideal methods for allocation concealment. The clinician or data manager at the participating site assesses eligibility, gains consent and makes a decision to enroll a patient, then calls the randomization service to get the treatment allocation. 
Central randomization also enables trial coordinators to monitor randomization rates and have a record of all located patients for potential follow-up. For single-centered clinical trials, it is usually possible to identify a staff member not involved with the trial who can keep the randomization list or envelopes, preferably in a location away from the clinic or ward where patients are being assessed. For example, pharmacy staff may be able to undertake randomization. They should be instructed to keep the list private and to only reveal a treatment allocation after receiving information demonstrating that the patient is eligible and has consented to the trial. In situations where remote randomization may not be feasible or desirable, a set of temper-evident envelopes may be provided to each participating site. The envelopes should look identical and each should have the trial identification and sequential number on it. Inside is the treatment location and usually a trial identifier for the patient, for example, unique sequential number. After assessing eligibility and consent, as described above, the next envelope in sequence is opened. Care needs to be taken that the envelopes are opaque and well sealed and that the sequence of opening the envelopes is monitored regularly. For example, the patient identifiers could be written on the envelope and the consent of the envelope along with the date and time of randomization transcribed to the randomization form where eligibility assessment was recorded. Stratified randomization is still possible using randomization envelopes by having a set of envelopes for each combination of stratification factors. A screening log should be considered to help ensure that eligible patients were not missed and were not excluded on the basis of study staff somehow knowing the next treatment allocation. Concealment through sequence generation Allocation concealment may be thwarted by an inappropriate choice of randomization sequence generation. For example, a permuted block design with a fixed block size of 4 in an unblended study where treatment group is revealed at the time of randomization may make it easy to predict the next allocation once three patients have been randomized. For this reason, details of block size should not be revealed to investigators or other study staff. A varying block size can also be used, e.g. blocks of size 4, 6 and 8 randomly arranged. Dynamic allocation methods provide a more secure method of allocation concealment. Implementation The trial statistician or others not directly involved in recruiting patients to the trial commonly generates the randomization sequence. Methods that allow a permanent record of the sequence created are important to validate its randomness later if required, whereas a coin toss can be replaced without record. A clinical trial report should clarify who generated the sequence, the method used and how concealment was achieved and monitored. There should be some demonstration that randomization was successful. This is usually achieved by providing a table and a report comparing the major baseline demographic and prognostic characteristics of the two treatment groups. Thank you for listening to this article. Please do follow me on Twitter, Pabreading, and on all podcast platforms so you can be notified when the next article is ready to be listened.